good people. Guess what? I have a surprise. <laughs> no, I don't. I've been talking about it on Instagram. And if you don't know, it's because you probably are not following at the Deeper Than Roots podcast on Instagram. And that's problematic. And we're not trying to be that here. This is a space where we are trying to become increasingly more and more unproblematic. So get on Instagram at the Deeper Than Roots podcast. Follow. Thank you. But I am writing a children's book. It's so fitting. I'm a teacher. It's <laughs> I read children's books on the daily. Like it's just it needed to happen is happening so already manifesting already setting the tone for some shit i am a best-selling self-published author and so it is let's go rather we want to accept it or not we have all been brought here to be used in some capacity we are all seeds we are roots we are plants we are water and we are sunshine And it is the hues of our thoughts and voices, which make us each unique. So it's imperative that we get out our heads, move beyond self-doubt, fear, our shadows, and shine. This, my good people, is the Deeper Than Roots podcast. I am your host, Ra. Welcome to my audio garden. (laughs) Welcome back to the pod, beautiful people. I hope all is well and that you were able to apply some of the subtle gems that were left for you in episode one at some point in the last couple of days. And if if not, that is okay. They are there for you to circle back to again and again when you feel called to them. And if this is your first time on the Deeper Than Roots podcast and you somehow wound up here at episode two, I would highly recommend you circling back and taking a listen to episode one, again, reclaiming our voices. There are some tools there that are beginner friendly that you can use to assist you in your process towards progress. Okay, so I felt it necessary to add a bit of a disclaimer um, because this is a podcast about progression. It is a podcast about evolution and growing. It is a it is a podcast about breaking generational curses. It is a podcast about self-care. All those things, all of those things, we are going to touch on it here at some point. But I don't want you all to feel overwhelmed. I don't want you all to feel as though you need to instantaneously begin some massive shift. This is just information. And when you hear it, that means that it was likely right on time and that you are in alignment. But that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to hurry up and start applying all of this information to your life overnight. Take the time to sit with it, meditate with it. And what really, 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 really registers with you, begin a slow process of applying that, okay? We are all spirits having an human experience. So, It is going to take some time for us to move beyond whatever our, you know, vices are, whatever our hardships are to become that higher person that we all are striving to be. So be gentle with you, please. The bigger, bigger purpose of this podcast is to remind myself and to remind my listeners that it is okay to be gentle with yourself. So move in grace. (laughs) Okay, so boom. 
I have something that I want to share. Recently, I've been in a place of revisiting the terms of my connections. You will likely hear my pup in the background. He, he, he's, he, he be doing what he do. He be doing what he do. <laughs> and so anyway, um, this has been like on a romantic level, but also like introspectively, educationally, any space of my life where I felt like I've outgrown something or it just has needed some pruning, I've allowed myself to tend to that. But more recently, in a conversation that I had had with someone, they had told me that something I had said to them made them feel as though I was stripping them of their personal autonomy, stripping them of their personal autonomy. In that exact moment, I paused and I really felt it necessary to lean into my listening skills because that's a heavy part of conversation and communication, being capable of just silencing yourself making sure that you don't get caught up in that need to react and just hear someone out. You never know how someone is experiencing you. And these are moments, critical moments where you might have a chance to expand. So that's how I took it. And that's what I did. However, after hearing the term autonomy it stuck to me for weeks. <laughs> and I began to go down a rabbit hole of educating myself on what personal autonomy is, um, as opposed to moral autonomy and in what ways I have likely relinquished my personal autonomy, or I have probably towards other people stepped on their personal autonomy. And so what I learned is, is that autonomy is the capacity to decide for oneself and pursue a course of actions in one's life, which to me translates to the ability to make your own choices. This could be someone at their, at the point of their senior year in high school and them deciding on their own, what college they want to go to, or if they want to go to college at all without the pressure of family members and societies or in society, or this can be also compared to a child who just recently got a Halloween costume and wants to wear it for the rest of the year. And you as a parent, not allowing society to project on you that you are dirty or that you are not taking care of your child or you're neglecting them in some kind of way by allowing your child to exercise their freedom of choice when it comes to what they want to wear, which is something that I feel like is extremely important in the black community because our need to make sure our clean, our children are always as clean as a whistle is rooted in white supremacy and in, in, in internalized racism. We feel like we have to make sure our children look like shiny new pennies because we don't want to feed into the stereotype that anything other than that makes them look dirty, which is just not true. And that is something that we have to heal from and allowing our children to practice autonomy and us doing that same thing can help us to begin to move away from that. And that's something that I really think that we should start talking about. Now, just out of curiosity, if personal autonomy shows up differently by definition for you, go ahead and leave a comment here on the pod or on the Deeper Than Roots Instagram page at the Deeper Than Roots podcast on Instagram. Okay. Now, moving on, <laughs> mass programming is everywhere, right? Where is it not? It's in the media, school systems, churches, the world of employment, you name it. And as Americans, our lives are shaped around a mirrorment. 
This society essentially assumes that we are to be born, check boxes, only those that make this system feel comfortable, and then you die. So from the point of conception, our autonomy is tried. We don't choose our names, the schools we all attend. We don't choose our environmental circumstances, the generational curses we are born into. We are simply born into certain systems and realities. And each day we try our best to figure out how to maneuver them in the safest, most comfortable fashion. But at some point, a light bulb goes off at the top of our heads, right? And we begin to recognize that we have freedom of choice and we have a voice and we can say when something doesn't feel good and we can say when in, when a space is growing increasingly uncomfortable or it's making us feel like it's we're, we need to shrink in order to fit in it. This, good people, is what I like to call your spiritual awakening. When you begin to recognize that you can change your environmental circumstance, that you can change the people who you call family, that you can change, you know, how people will address you. That is when you begin to wake up. And that is what a spiritual, a a spiritual ascension is all about. It's about finding out what's true to you and living in that radically and unapologetically, right? So at some point we change our names, our pronouns. We lean into those that have always resonated with us since infancy or, or whenever we felt like they resonated with us and we just didn't have the language or strength enough to say. We change the way we allow people to speak to us. We change our zip codes. We find a spiritual or a religious practice that really, really works for us. Not one that was shoved down our throats through early domestication, right? We begin to materialize a new world for ourselves. It's magic and it's work, but it's so powerful and beautiful all at the same time. Autonomy is repair. It is a resource and a tool very much so needed in all of this finding peace and generational breakage, curses breakage thing, right? It is how we begin to repair our families. It's how we teach our parents how to call out their trauma and then And in some crazy way, they begin to recognize how they may have traumatized us. And instead of us keeping distant and not having a relationship, we can begin to transcend our connection. We we can begin to love each other on a different level, right? It's how we keep our children's throat chakras open and away from danger. It's how we call out inequity and inequality in any system with our entire chest. See, If we never get away from thinking that we don't have the freedom, mainly the ability to think for ourselves in hardship or on an uphill, then we remain in a world shackled to the ideology of those who probably don't mean us well and in suffering. So autonomy is how the abuse leaves the abuser. It's how we get to that joy and that peace that everyone babbles on and on and on about these days online. It's liberation, it's forgiveness, it's power. You just have to be willing to lean into it. And in order to do that, you have to be willing to look at it from both ends of the spectrum. How have you probably stripped someone of their autonomy? 
And in what areas of your life have you relinquished your autonomy and you don't even recognize that you've done it? And it's time to call your autonomy back home. It's time to call your power back home. And in what ways do you think you can go about doing that? More recently, I've been letting it be very much so known unapologetically that I need space. And this is from any and everyone. I know that I am the type of woman who functions best after I've had the opportunity to spend some quality time in solitude. It's where I can journal in peace. It's where I can organize my thoughts. It's where I compartmentalize. It's where I ground and balance myself back out. And I can't do that while tending to my daughter and tending to my partners and tending to family members. At some point, I need everybody to fall the fuck back. Thank you. (laughs) And I don't want to have to beg for that. And I don't want to have to over explain myself and my whys in regards to that. I want to simply be able to say, hey, I'm at a place where I'm recognizing that my cup is low and it's time for me to fill it. And this is how I aim to fill it. So this is what I need from you. And then the people who I am communicating that to, they respect that boundary. Because it's a non-negotiable. It's not just a boundary. It's a non-negotiable at this point. But at some point, I was afraid to say that. I was afraid that I'd be stepping on people's toes or they would take it the wrong way or they would feel like I didn't love them or that they probably would start to assume that there were problems in our relationship. But I had to realize that all of that is their shit. It's not mine. (laughs) So I don't have to wear that baggage because I need a moment for myself. And how would I ever get to myself if I'm allowing all that noise, all that static and all that chatter to stop me from experiencing a moment of spiritual and physical ascension, right? So I am heavily practicing that. And it is something that is inspiring me to look at other areas of my life where I might need to be more vocal and exercising this throat chakra that I talked to y'all about an episode ago um, in order to liberate myself. Think about in what areas of your life that you might need to do this and begin the process of freeing yourself. Begin the process of really establishing or reestablishing your boundaries and non-negotiables and exercising your personal autonomy because it's innate. It's a birthright. You were born with it. Until next time, I am your host, Ra. Peace.